Welcome to the Philo Sophia podcast. Join our hosts Trevor and Alfredo as they plumb the depths of philosophy, religion, science, and history. Learn with us and laugh with us here on Philo Sophia. I'm an idiot. Okay. Welcome to Philo Sophia. <laughs> My name is Trevor, joined, as always, by my friend and co-host, Alfredo. The reason Alfredo's laughing in the background is because we just were doing an intro, and I realized I didn't click record. So That's okay. One That's of the, one of the best intros. Thanks. Well, yeah, it was. Honestly, it was really good. You did some like you did some work ahead of time, some homework. You looked up what episode it was. Yeah, that's right. This is our episode, 32nd episode, so that's nice, and our... It's nice to be back. This pause that we just took is the second longest. It's three months, you know, almost three months or four weeks. I know. The first pause, it was six months. That's after our third or fourth episode in 2022. And then we took like six months off and then we came back in January. We're, again. we're nothing if not resilient. Yes. Well put. It, oh, so it was January last time too that we came back. Yeah. Something like, about the new year. Yeah, and then we did like four episodes in March. We seem to be pagans and like the, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> welcoming the uh, life forms and spring. And so. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Naturally, we seem to be embracing that. Anyway, how have you been, man? Good, man. Uh, it's not like we haven't kept in touch or anything. It's uh, We even recorded a couple episodes that I never edited. Um. So that's true. That's true. And some of we lost. So the break is shorter for us, but long for the listeners. Yeah. And I uh, don't think we even have listeners at this point. Yeah. No, we got a couple. We got a couple. There's like three or four diehards, I think, out there. You know who you know who you are. So we appreciate you. Um oh, yeah, but anyway. How was your Christmas and holidays and all that? Good, you know. Um balanced your festivus the balanced and you know a lot of thinking a lot of not a whole lot of actually a lot of working how about you i've been working like a maniac actually same i i can't help myself i just like and for you it makes sense to work because you get paid extra for working i'm not so but i just can't i just can't help it i've got a, a sickness like you yeah it's just uh, there's what, what there's else, worse. What else are we gonna do? There, yeah, there's worse things, you know. I, yeah. What else? What I, else are we gonna? Do? Last time we talked about war, and it was just a lot. A few things have happened since then. I think. What has happened since then? Well, uh, not more. Not the war. Same amount terrible. of war. About the same amount of war. Yeah, and and distrust, and and I think they're ramping up the the. Now it's a different kind of war. It's a, it's a war against your votes. So we're going to be seeing a lot of that, and we don't like to get into politics because no one wins, really. But yeah. that's the narrative that people are pushing, especially this year, right? Mm. It's an election year, and people are always on the edge. So. It, yeah, it's that time. And uh, we we have, like, a new my, – my daughter and son have – are friends with this brother and sister who are their age, so it's perfect. And uh, so we've been hanging out with their parents a little bit and just really nice, great. Like it's, it's always very refreshing when you meet people you can hang out with, you know, absolutely who have kids and stuff. But uh, it turns out they are the exact opposite political persuasion <laughs> as we are. And it hit, I was like, no way. You're so like, 
I never would have guessed that, you know, and uh, it's just a good reminder. We're all people, man. We get, we're all people. We get, you know, we get caught up in these different little tribes and affiliations and it's none of it matters, man. None of it matters. People, people make it so that it matters. I don't want to say it doesn't matter. It, it all matters. It's just that it's outside of our locus of control. You know, we, there's nothing we can do about it. Yeah, we think we're under control. That's the thing. Yeah. And the narrative has been already written yeah. uh, until the next hundred years. Like, people yeah. in control already know who's going to be the next president, the, you know, the next few presidents, even for the, uh, even, for the who and all the powerful, uh, you know, entities. Even if everything was not corrupt and, you know, your vote was one vote and everything was by, it, every, everything was above board, even if all that were true, which I'm, somewhat skeptical of probably the only election that really matters to you would be like your local city council, you know, like that's probably the only one you have. And even that you have almost no influence over, you know, no, the the park, he's still going to build the park that you don't want. (laughs) Right. He's going to make the dumb statue (laughs) that costs 5 million bucks that his friend's construction company owns, you know, but it's not going to fix the streets that you live, you know, that you care for. But at least that you could argue you have like, a just you know a one hundred thousandth of an effect on you know maybe right, there's a hundred thousand right. people in your town and even that's like you should waste no time even concerned over one one hundred thousandths but when you're talking about maybe one two hundred millionth yeah what are you Forget. doing what dude that should not raise your blood pressure at all right you know but it does. Right. I'm guilty of it too, you know. So, yeah, emotions are going to be running pretty high. So this year it's going to be fun, crazy and fun. You know, it's it gives you something. It gives like the the collective zeitgeist. It gives us something to like get excited about. It's bread and circuses, you know. Well, that's a Roman times, right? Yep. That's exactly what I was going to tell you. You know, just keep getting circuses and bread and keep them happy. And hey, I'm happy. It's nice to have something to, to think about, I guess, but yeah. it's really not. I, I hope people aren't losing friends and family over it, although I know they are. Um, yeah, some people are, man. Big time. There, You know, there's certain things where I, I actually, I think losing a friend or a family member over a political issue actually might be justified, but very rarely. Like, I'll give you an example. Like, you know, a lot of people lost their jobs during COVID and like, you know, as you know, I've said it before on here, so I don't mind saying it again. I, I did not allow the, the vaccine into my life, you know, <laughs> and as, as a, you know, as a researcher, as a scientist, it's a bad, it's a bad group to be in and to have that viewpoint. You know what I mean? Actually, I'll say, let me, let me take that back at the time. The job I, I lost was, a healthcare administration job. There were no scientists or researchers in my, in my work, you know, they were very quick to kind of label me as a crazy person. Outcast. Yeah. The, the scientists and the researchers that we know and work with and, and that I work with now are much less judgmental. Now some time has gone by. So I think that might be part of it, you know, Right, but I also think we. I remember a study saying that it was actually PhD level folks 
who are the most likely not to get that particular vaccine. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. Boy. Well, I, you know I hate the same boat. I hate you to, know I'm in the same boat. Yeah, I didn't so. want to I didn't want to out you, but um Oh, it's okay. I hate to open that particular can of worms, but I only brought that up because like, you know, if you have a family member who's like, "Good, you should have lost your job." you piece of shit, which I didn't have, you know, thank goodness. Right. But that, I think that's actually a piece of information where you might say, Oh, I actually do want to remove this relationship from my life over a political issue. But other than that, like if it's some abstract concept of who belongs in what land first or what form of, you know, healthcare policy we can afford, it's just not worth it. Yeah, we can all agree, though, everything is a bit out of control right now. I hope so. I hope we can all agree that. If we can't all agree that, then... Oh, come on now. Yeah, like, we... I'm tired. I don't even go to Target anymore. <laughs> I, I can't I can't get anything. I was really surprised. Like, I hadn't been there since COVID. Yeah. And that's a long time. Are you but, talking uh, price-wise? Yeah, price-wise. No, I mean, and then I go there, it's like jail time. Like, everything is locked up. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Oh, I haven't been to Target in so long, I wouldn't even... Dude, everything is locked up. Like, you can't buy shampoo, anything, any essentials. You can't, You have to press a little button and someone will come running, if someone comes around. Some people wait, like, five, ten minutes. Our local Just, Target here? Yeah, dude. No way. Dude, you have to check it out. I was like, what the fuck is we this? We just order online. Movie? We order online. Yeah. <laughs> so did I. I'm like, oh, this is why I don't come to this place. Yeah. Fuck this. No, dude, it's out of control. And wow. then I asked one of the one of the staff members there. It's like, what's happening? It's like, well, just people are just taking stuff. And I'm like, what? Like, why don't you just hire more security? You know, instead of yeah. just locking. Why do I have to pay for broken dishes? I like, I, it's not my fault. But anyway, so that's the last time I went. A few months ago, it, I was appalled. Well, weird, dude. as a former employee of Target, even back in 2010, oh, man. Oh, 2009, man. Oh, man. 2008, I forgot when I worked there, but uh, I know that loss prevention was a big issue for them and that it was one of their biggest expenses was theft. And uh, so that was even back then. But so now I can't even imagine. I bet it's crazy. Oh, dude. Yeah. Oh, dude. It's weird. It's, it's odd. So yeah, I order everything online, but, but that's not right. What I'm trying to say is like that things are out of control. There's yeah. no control. There's no control. Yeah, so I think so. But, but I think there's a lot of people who don't really feel like things are out of control just to play devil's advocate with you. I think, I feel like there's right. a lot of people who think like, oh, that's just right wing ring, right wing conspiracy. Everything's okay. In some oh, in some ways it is, but in some ways it's like no, there's some issues going on. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially, especially now. Speaking of that, uh, today was a very big day. What? It, what was uh, it? If you follow, if you follow the whole Jeffrey, oh uh, and, Jeff and his and his Jeff and his minions. You're talking about the New York yeah. financier. Uh, no, I'm talking about the guy who got. Who 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 basically it was got a, killed? It was yeah. a bad joke. It was a very bad. Oh, joke. Oh, nice, nice, okay. nice, nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know the Jeffrey Epstein you're talking about. Da, 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 da. Yeah, I didn't get it. Sorry, I needed a model. There's a there's like a that. there's a Mark Norman clip where he's like, Jeff Epstein. I I would know I, if who's some that guy. 
he's like the New York financier, and they're like, oh, no, nice. the guy on the island with the kids. He's like, no, that <laughs> that doesn't sound right. I wouldn't know. Anyway, okay, so what happened? Let's just release some of the uh, some of the uh, information and names. Finally, the flight logs. Wow, I'm beh- I'm way out of the loop. So who's yeah, on there? Like pretty much everyone. So okay. 490, 490 pages. Safety in numbers, I guess. Yeah, exactly. So, but it does not implicate, you know, they're related. I mean, this guy had a lot of money, obviously, and he had a lot of businesses. But the most important part is, uh, uh, the list is the log, right? Like, who went to the island? I want to know who went to the island more than once. Oh, that's easy. Bill Clinton. Okay. uh, Because, you you know, you're told you're going to a nice beachside resort island. You go, you might go once, Right. right? Right, but then right. you now get there. there people who went a lot. Then you get there and you're like, "This is horrific and awful." Although, oh man, I have so many questions. Like, what I do you actually see, see the first time you go? If you do see something awful, then why didn't you say anything? So you are right. kind of guilty, right? Who went more guilty than by once? Om- guilty by omission. So, right? so this is not a this is not something that would get you labeled a conspiracy theorist. There is an actual. Official legal, release legal official of documents document today, and Bill so, Clinton went seven hundred and seventy-two times. Yeah. <laughs> wow! Basically, at this point, shocking. Know. But the whole thing is that people are eating this up. But it's all—it's something else is going on, right? What? Tell me what is going on. It, no, I mean, I'm sure there's going to be some form of diversion as far as. Uh, oh, the aliens are going to invade for sure. Something, something big. So people, because it's all over the news right now, and I don't even watch the news. So I'm getting feeds directly from from uh, just different places. But so it's on re- mainstream people, corporate news. That well, Fox, but not yeah, CNN. That's, CNN, that's CNN, very CNN is covering more like earthquake, you know, in Japan and things of that sort. Which is and war and all that jazz. Man, how did pedophilia become a political issue? Like, Dude, it's, it's one crazy. side is pro, one side is against. Like, I never would have a million years thought that. Right? It's it's upside down, man. It's upside down again. The whole purpose is to keep people on edge and fight against us. Right? Divide from the inside, and you'll conquer. Yeah. Huh. So I was. Yeah. So. Who else is on there, though? You can't bring up that bombshell. Oh, what else is on there? Yeah. Just I know nothing. I haven't read the whole thing. Okay. okay. But just conversations and and uh, some of the some of the girls who were there and, and, and what happened. And it's it's pretty gnarly. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's sad, really. It's sad for all those victims. But... Um, and what's her name is still alive. Oh yeah, that 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 woman, yeah, Jocelyn Maxwell, Miss Maxwell. Okay, we've got some of the names are redacted. What's that about? I'm looking at the are list. You, are you ready? <laughs> yeah, sorry. And it's like, nice number one, obviously, Jocelyn Maxwell. Right. But then there's uh, you know Bill Clinton, Naomi Campbell. Alan Dershowitz, and then it says redacted, and then Kate Blanchett. A lot of actors, a lot of actri- actresses. Right. Cameron Diaz, Leonardo DiCaprio, David Copperfield. Yeah, big players. 
Wow. Big players. George Lucas, yeah. But then it says redacted, redacted, redacted. What does that even mean? Like, like, so it means like, like if a, you know, I mean, it's redacted means like it's classified, like they removed it. They should not. Okay. Isn't that weird? How do you, I don't like, <laughs> um, Donald Trump is on there. We knew that. Uh, Bruce Willis, man. And this is people who just had dealings with him again this is not the people who are on the flight log and that's the one that really people are, want to pay attention to you see what i'm saying yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it says right here like these people are not necessarily accused of wrongdoing these were the these names were revealed um the people whose names were revealed include even pe- okay so this is dumb i don't know what this is all right, ignore me. But but that's something that's okay. that was on some list. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. that was that was a big thing. But changing the subject, and I don't know how you feel about this. Um, oh, that's an ominous segue. Yeah, beginning beginning of the year. But this is something that I think about daily, almost like when I think about the Roman Empire, right? Which is my level of satisfaction. Okay. And how. What is that, you know, and how satisfied am I? Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The human satisfaction. That's that's a big thing for me because I, I don't know if you know, I don't know if you do this, but I don't know if you have a favorite. Do you have a favorite song, Trevor? Like, Oh, man. Um, a I, favorite song. I'm sorry to put you in the spot. No, like I don't a know. A song that really reflects who you are and how, what you're feeling. I don't know if I Most could say time. I have a favorite song. Let's see. Um you just reminded me of something I wanted to tell you, but it will change the subject, so I'll hold off. But a favorite song no, do you I mean not I don't think so. Do you have a favorite song? Yeah, to well yes and most of the time yes, yes. Okay. Which is like the Rolling Stones. Which one? I don't. I don't get no satisfaction. That's right. I was about. To, I was about to play a clip of that from YouTube right now, but I. I was worried to like blow out people's headphones. Oh man, that's so funny. Just to. Yeah, Oops. man. That was it's just the satisfaction levels. Like I can't get. It seems like as of late. Yeah, as of late, I can't get satisfaction. Oh no. Oh yeah. And then I'm. So I asked the Almighty. Chat GPT. I don't think we should even jokingly refer to it that way, but okay, go ahead. <laughs> yes, okay, we're just, we're the holy one. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Almighty Chat GPT. So satisfaction refers to the state of being content, fulfilled, or pleased with a situation, experience, accomplishment, or possession. That in itself is so hard to do being content fulfilled or pleased with a situation experience accomplishment or possession that's crazy it is a feeling of gratification or fulfillment that arises when one's needs desires or expectations are met you know how hard that is what yeah what would you say hmm i'm trying i don't want to psychoanalyze you here on the fly but what no, an exa- an example, an example. Like you have a need to take a dump, right? Mm-hmm. But you were not. Your expectations were not met, so you're not satisfied. That's happened to me before. I hate to admit it. Once or twice. 
Right? Especially if so, I eat a lot of cheese. <laughs> Thanks, Trevor. <laughs> they, it's it's like it's it's so it's such a delicate balance, you know, between so many. It's a multifactorial thing. Like there's so many things that can go wrong. Like no one can be really satisfied ever. Mm. And and if you do, it's just for mere moments. And I think Jordan Peterson talks about that. Like this is this again. And I think you and I talked about that. It's a tragedy. Life is a tragedy with moments of, you know, satisfaction or. You know, or or comedy. It's really complex, man. Like human satisfaction is so complex. And I, of course, I ask: Is there? Uh, well, I ask: What percentage of human population is satisfied? Let's not talk about that. And then uh, <laughs> I ask: Is satisfaction related to longevity? Yes. Oh, Research suggests that there may be a link between satisfaction and longevity. Hmm. The relationship is complex and influenced by various factors. Generally, positive well-being and satisfaction with life are associated with better health outcomes and longer life. It's just basically saying you probably are better at making decisions, you know, smart decisions. Yeah. Um, what? So, I mean, obviously, quality of relationships is strongly associated with longevity. That's a big part of satisfaction. But... What do you, how much of this though do you think is just a matter of perspective? Because a lot of it, because there are people, you know, there are people with horrible chronic illness and poverty who are, are quite happy. And then there are people who are very healthy and wealthy who are miserable. So, right. You know, maybe, maybe the key is just move the focus away from needs being met to reevaluating what your needs are or what they should be. That's a weird way of saying it, but um cuz I love that, man. Well put. So true cuz you're so hung up on the outcome, you know, and the outcome and the needs and the outcome and now this talk it, about, you know, you should love yourself and you're number 1 and your needs should be met and then whenever that happens it drives to the opposite. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if this should necessarily make people feel better, but it does, which is that, dude, there's people who've got it so much worse than you. There, there's people who would give their last dollar to have what you have. You know what I mean? Right. No matter where, I mean, really, no matter where you are, if you're missing three limbs, there's a guy missing four limbs who would give right. his left nut to have one arm. You know what I mean? So true. So true. So true. And it, it may sound like I'm not satisfied. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying it comes and goes. Mm -hmm. Just it comes and goes, you know? And so I'm trying to grasp those moments where I'm like satisfied at that moment, right? Mm -hmm. When you eat a big taco, a big meal, right? Something that you're craving is like, ha oh, ha, oh, hit the yeah. spot. Satisfied for ah, about 10 minutes. Ten, <laughs> yep. 10, 15 about 10 minutes. minutes. You know, not not to make a weird segue, but it's something you brought up and it's related to this. Um, Ozempic, the drug. Yes. They're now doing all these. I mean, it's the it's the next money grab. Obviously, it's. They're, they're Did trying, you see the side effects though? Well, yeah, they're they're not good. But what I was the related to satisfaction. What it seems to do, it seems to almost act more like a psychiatric medication. It right. It makes you 
content, like every need, not just hunger, but addiction. Um, it even decreases your thirst. So one of the side effects is dehydration because you're right. just not thirsty. Like all of your needs get dialed down a bit, mm-hmm. which is not is a good thing when it comes to food. Yeah, pharmacists but, are running out of it. Like they cannot keep them in stock. Yeah, like they're they're it's just out of control. And then Oprah, of course, start using it, and people are like, oh, what are you doing? And I know that sounds like a huge subject change, but Alfredo had texted me earlier today about investing. I think in Ozempic. <laughs> That's right. Have to do it, man. Yeah, yeah, Ozempic. But the side effects, dude, kidney failure. Well, a big part uh, of that is because you stop drinking fluids. Fire thyroid cancer that's not good uh, yeah pancreatitis uh gallbladder issues i mean you name it it's bad but i I only brought it up because you're talking about this like satisfaction being kind of a fleeting thing it's interesting it's interesting that the the actual feeling of need of desire i don't i don't mean like sexual desire but food that's part of it too though food everything Every desire you could have can be dialed up and down with a chemical. It just makes me feel like a robot, man. Like it just, that just reiterates our, our persistent theme of that. We're just these complex biological machines, you know? Yeah. Um, Yeah. Right. Right. We're, we're bound to chemistry. Yeah. and, And chemical and entropy. Yeah. The fact that you can turn that feeling up or down that you're having, you know, with, with chemicals, but then I wonder, like, how much does it really work? Like, I don't know. I don't. I mean, obviously, for weight, it works. Like, people lose hundred pounds. You know, it's it's. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's big time. Yeah. Yeah. That's such a man. Such a money grab, man. They're trying to get that approved for everything. So one of the big things. Speaking of investing in uh, Novo Nordisk, they they're getting. They have a new drug called Wagovi. I also saw that. It's uh, it's molecularly identical. To Ozempic, they just, they just, it's a, it's a new application where it's specifically it's on label use is weight loss. So right now there's, you're not supposed to prescribe these drugs for weight loss. I mean, people are obviously getting them that way, but they're for type two diabetes. Right. So Wagovi is, it's the same drug, but now it's specifically approved for weight loss. It's going to be a bonanza. They're going to make so much money. Hmm. From the same Dutch company, right? Yeah. Dorgas. Yeah. Wow. So, it's an epidemic. It's an epidemic right now, right? Yeah. It's it's definitely the problem solution framework that that yeah. pharmaceutical companies like. We yeah. cause a disease from right. you know from food, which is a part of the pharmaceutical you know the food pharmaceutical industrial complex. Cause a disease, invent create the cure. A problem. You know, create a get problem. The cure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Immediate gratification to no exercise. You're just going to lose it. Yep. You might lose a kidney though, but yep. uh, you know, at least you'll be, you know, proper weight. Yeah. <laughs> and I think some people would make that trade, which is crazy, but ha- and half the weight you lose is muscle. You lose some yeah, brain too. mass, some bone mass, some muscle mass and some fat. Same. But the argument is, well, yeah, that's true even if you just go on a diet. You lose muscle, you lose some brain, you lose some bone, but Fifty percent seems a little dramatic. Yeah, that that's a lot. Plus the side effects. I'm just not too crazy about them. Yeah, no, a lot. No medicine, but is that good. right. 
No medicine the is ideal. Yeah, the sad, you're right. We're we're bound for 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 chemi chemistry basically, just receptors and we're wired like that. It's pretty impressive. It's almost like your satisfaction will be just transient, right? It's just a temp it's a fleeting moment. Well, that's and life, think, man. Yeah, it is life, ain't it? Yeah, life is yeah. just a fleeting yeah. moment. So it's fleeting moments, yeah. What now? Have you ever had like any serious run-ins or bouts with depression? No, no, I don't. I don't. I, I don't. I I know people. I know a lot of people who. Uh, yeah. Been dealing with that monster because it's a big monster to deal with. Well, I I only ask because a big a big part of that is just satisfaction. Like, I I I have not had any issues with that since I was a kid. Um, I did when I was a kid, and it oh, okay. was de depression. Definitely had like a very distinct feeling. It was very different. Right. It was very different from being like sad or emotional. It was just like nothing uh, brought you satisfaction. Like right. things you used to love doing didn't make you happy. Yeah. Oh, man. It was that feeling of like, just like a lower baseline setting, you know? Mm. And there was no, there was nothing, like there's nothing you could do that would make, make you happy, I guess. And, and when did they, you realize, did you realize that at that moment or later on? No, I don't think so. This is more like looking back, reflecting on it. Yeah. But, but it is, I think the first time I started thinking about it was when I started doing depression screens and healthcare mm -hmm. and the questions are, you know, in the past, you know, these questions in the past seven days, how many days did you feel little interest or pleasure in doing things that normally make you happy? Yeah. And if someone says like, I, I, I used to love calling my friend or going on walks, but now I just, I, I think about it. It doesn't, I don't do it. I don't want to do it. It doesn't make me happy. And it's like every day and they're like, yes. Yeah, so, okay. And, and then there's a few questions like that all very similar and then you could score depressed or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was like, Oh, that really is what depression is. It's like this cloud that sort of sets in and nothing brings you contentment. Mm -hmm. Like someone could ask you like, what do you need to be happy? And you'd be like, I, not, there's nothing, you know, Oh man, which yeah. is sucks. Um, yeah. so I do feel for people dealing with that. Um, right. I feel fortunate. It's everywhere. That I it's everywhere. Dealt with that sense, and then they have to wake up and battle with that, and try to find a little glimpse of uh, some hope, you know. But it's it, life is hard as it is, and then you add that. Oh man, it's it sucks. It sucks. But no, I I, I never. I know people, but uh, you know, I've known people, but personally, no, never. And then, of course, we can go into the dark side even more, and then. Um, uh, you know, can the satisfaction? Because I ask, you know, the master, can the satisfaction lead to suicide? And then, yes, the satisfaction, particularly when it reaches severe levels and it's accompanied by other factors, can contribute to <laughs> risk of suicide. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like a constant hmm. banging, you know, constant levels of dissatisfaction. I, I guess it's like pain. Right. Yeah. Chronic pain. I've heard. I've heard clinical psychologists talk about this idea of if you think you might be kind of 
dealing with depression or, or if maybe if something just feels different, it could just be a lack of, could just be th- things don't seem to satisfy you the way they used to. The question they say, they ask their patients is, is this a normal response to what's going on in your life? So if, you know, your dog dies, which just happened to me last week, I didn't tell you about that. It was rough, man. Oh, oh my God. Man. But, oh, I'm so sorry. but, and then you lose your job and you get a chronic disease. You're feeling depressed. You go to the doctor. A good doctor would not prescribe you antidepressants at that point because you should be depressed. Like all these terrible things happen to you, right? Mm-hmm. But conversely, like if things are the same, you have no specific cause, then they say, then you might prescribe antidepressants and whatever, however you feel about that. I don't know, but I did think it is interesting. Like that's an important distinction. You know, if you're, right. if you're feeling right. shitty, you got to ask yourself like, should I feel shitty? And if you should, then just feel shitty for a while. Like, don't be so hard on yourself. But right, right. if there's no reason for you to feel shitty, then you start saying, what's going on with me? Like, what's mm-hmm. the deal? Like, how do yeah. I, how do I find a way to be, to have more gratitude or to, to right. you know, find whatever, whatever it is. Right. Um, yeah. It's just like pain, right? Like it's like, if you fall down, you're going to have pain. Right. Yeah. Is you're supposed to feel pain for right. a little bit, you know, protect yourself. <laughs> Do but, you need to you go know, on three it, months of opioids of ox- because you scraped your oxy- knee? Oxytocin. Right. Yeah, right. right, right, right. You don't want to be uh, oxycodone or, uh, you know, all those, or Norco. No, that's when it becomes a problem. But it, I th- I think antidepressants are okay, uh, just like pain medication, just when it gets really bad and to get you, uh, you know, out of that hole, shithole. Yeah. It's just to kind of help you out and then find a solution and find a you a reason why you're feeling like that. That's important because otherwise you're going to be in this maze and this cycle and that's bad. But you know, uh, depression and suicide is real, man. The, yeah. The, the few times I've shared my thoughts on antidepressants, people have gotten really mad at me. So I don't really share my thoughts anymore. So no way. I'll just agree with what you said. They want to go, <laughs> they want to go the natural way. No, no, no. I, I kind of lean towards, you probably shouldn't take these drugs Oh, they're not good for you. Yeah, it's just like it's just like Norco and hydrocodone and all those things. They're not good for you, but they will help you at least get by, especially like post-op, you having surgery and you having severe pain. You know, just for a day or two. Yeah, no, I, I wasn't talking about pain medication. I was talking about like antidepressants. Same thing. Yeah. yeah. The only thing, the, the, the serotonin reuptake though, that takes a little while. So it's not like pain medication. I would be more convinced if there was like a really well understood mechanism of action. It's like, yeah, we know what this thing does, but we don't know what that thing that it does does, you know, like, right. right. What does it mean to flood the synapse with serotonin? Right. Like, does that mean happiness? Well, no, not really. You know, no. when you look at clinical studies, they're honest and, and don't use weird metrics. <laughs> Like you'll see studies where the metric is how many people use antidepressants as a good thing. Like the more antidepressant oh, use, no. the better, you know? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, see, this is the thing. Like when I've said this in the past, people will just say like, well, you don't know. I know somebody who was on the verge of suicide and they took the drugs and it helped them. So I'm like, okay, then I can't, well, I can't argue with that. That's, that's yeah. one way, yeah. but I'm sure there are many ways. You don't have to take chemicals, right? Yeah. Well, and the thing is, well, I I don't know if there's any clear evidence that they they, actually work. 
that they do reduce suicide risk. Right. Like I'd like to see a study where like you sugar, have sugar pills, a thousand people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Who are, yeah, yeah, yeah. who rate themselves as depressed and you randomly yeah. give them Lexapro or sugar pill. And the control group has more suicide. Like, I don't, I don't think there is such a study. Maybe someone could send it to us if so. But, um, but the thing is like, you can't discount the placebo effect. Oh no, it's so powerful. It's just, I wish you could get that placebo effect without taking something that probably has a lot of other side effects, you know? (laughs) So, yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. It's, 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 it's rough. So, but if you know someone, you know, there's help, there's help. So don't, don't let it sink in. Cause it, it sucks to see them just like drowning. Yeah. 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 Especially around this time. Do you have, do you know someone in your life dealing with that? Quite a bit. Yeah. yeah, Quite a few people. Yeah. Quite a few people. I'm like, why, why, why am I surrounded with these people? Like, (laughs) why is this happening? Like, why am I attracting this? They're like, I swear I was fine before I met you. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, uh, is this contagious? No. but I just you know. think it's a cultural symptom right now, man. Dude, big time. Especially especially around this time, right? Yeah. Christmas and all that. Hey, sorry to hear about your dog. Oh, dude, it was rough, man. Beautiful, beautiful dog. Yeah, met it him was... a few, yeah, a few times. What it, happened? It was rough because it was so quick. Like, he was so fine. You know, he's 11. He was 11, which is actually for a German Shepherd about the time you know like they say seven to 12 years okay um but the weird thing is is that he was we didn't see it coming like typically when you put a dog down it's like a year or two of gradual worsening but with him it was just like one day he started throwing up and then he was fine and for like a week and then he started and he was eating okay and then he started getting like a hard time standing up Mm. and we're like oh boy you know, and uh, then he stopped eating, stopped drinking, started breathing hard, which, oh, you know, yeah. you Google, it sounds like probably heart failure. Right. And uh, so, you know, it went on a couple of days and I was like, it's got to be too soon to like put him down. Right. 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 But because you feel you feel bad, like choosing to kill your pet, you know, I mean, yeah, I know, yeah. as much as much as I know, it's like the right thing to do and stuff. But uh, but we did call like the people that will come to your house. Oh, nice! And we're like, we're not calling to set up an appointment. We're just you know kind of curious, like when will oh, people should... come to your house to take care yeah. of that? Yeah. Oh man. Okay. Because he's a hundred. He's a hundred pound dog. He can't walk. It was a be- yeah. It was a beautiful dog. Yeah. And uh, big, it was big. Yeah. I remember him. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so she's like, "Well, describe the symptoms to me," and we describe them. She's like, "Oh, you got it." She's like, you got to do that today. And we're like, can you come to the house? And we're like, no, like you got, like we couldn't get there for like a week. You need to take him to like a place today because he's in pain, you know? And, uh, and it, it was true. Like he had stopped drinking water for a while. So he's probably super dehydrated and he's starting to, to shit himself and piss himself in our house which is like no big deal if he's going to be okay. But they're like, no, he's not going to be okay, basically. Um, so, yeah, so we brought him in, dude. It was, it got me thinking about a lot of conversations we've had on this podcast mm. about life and death, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, wild, man. Have you ever had to do that? Like, Yeah, it sucks, dude. Yeah. It's like a member of your family. Oh, my gosh. I, I 
did not think, I mean, obviously I knew I'd be sad, but I did not think I would be as sad as I was. And then you know we have the funny thing is the kids. older we get, the harder it gets, harder it hits. Yeah, my kids, I mean, they were devastated when it yeah. happened, but they moved on right. pretty fast. Right. Um, I mean, they weren't in the room when we did it, you know. I hear you. Which added a little extra trauma to it, dude. Like the uh oh. I mean, anyone who's done it knows how it goes down. But the the way like he's just sitting there and then Everyone, he kind of seems okay, right? Because he's in a right. new environment, so he's looking around and like stuff. And uh, but he's not, you know, he can't. He's he's messed up. And then they, you know, they do it right in front they of you, it. and it's just yeah. like it happens so fast. Yes. And then obviously he, you know, he dies, so he looks completely different. But the speed at which he goes from like he went from like normal and happy to not happy, but just awake to no, right, right. not asleep. Like it, it, you know what I mean? Like when someone falls asleep, it's like, oh, I recognize what that looks like. Right. But this was a completely different thing. I've never seen that before. And, uh, I mean, I've worked with hundreds of human cadavers, but the, I've never seen the actual event in a human, thank God, um, or an animal. So it was just wild. Yeah. It was wild. It's just, it's just, yeah. It, it just being there and it's like hey it's gonna be it's like a a, a, a part of you like human i want to be like, it's, like I, it's, I, it's gonna be all right it's I, gonna be all right and then just goes to sleep and and that's it yeah so so hard i wanted to be like do we have to be here but i, but I was like no we got to be here obviously but uh but it, you know it's weird because like you think it's gonna be like him going to sleep but it's a it's a totally different thing it was so weird it, it was very unsettling and then obviously we're sad um but oh yeah dude yeah it doesn't it like it, it'll hit you there and then later it's like what the yeah. fuck just happened yeah what the fuck just happened you know he was just here a moment ago yeah it, it, it's yeah we put it we put down our uh it was a huge little main coon cat but it was huge mm. dude look like a tiger it's like a baby you know it was with us for a long time and then yeah we have to put him down it's it's it sucks it yeah sucks. it does yeah, i'm suck. sorry to hear that dude oh no yeah it's i mean yeah. it was it, 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 the hardest part was just how unexpected it was but i mean we knew it was going to come eventually he's 11 he was 11 so it wasn't like mm-hmm. you know Ger- german shepherds don't generally like a purebred Ger- german shepherd is rarely going to make it to 13 you know so um so yeah, kind of sucks too. that's the thing about animals they're amazing knowingly that when you get one you you know yeah you're gonna you're gonna see him you're gonna see him oh die, yeah which sucks yeah yeah it's not supposed to happen it's like a baby like our kids are not supposed to die right if anything we're, we're supposed to right so that in itself is like complete reverse um dissatisfaction oh yeah S- yeah sadness and oh man Kind of a kind of a bummer topic for a podcast. Sorry, but we could we could move kind of on a for, bummer topic yeah. to start the year. But hey, you know, <laughs> especially if you've never like dealt with but it, you're like let's it, move it, on. It, you know, yeah, yeah, no, but it happened. It happened, yeah, and it, it, it happens to a lot of people, dude. Like you see people, you see their faces, but you don't really know what's in their hearts. I yeah, I definitely have a lot more appreciation for because I remember people like oh you know my dog died and I'm like I I get it but it's a dog you know but dude I totally totally empathize now it was rough yeah, yeah it's funny i feel the same way with pain like i had pain. get over before. it yeah 
I had pain, knee pain for a day and I was miserable. Right. Like, I cannot put even weight on it. And then for a day, it's crying like a baby for yeah. a day. And then just think about chronic pain and, man, it's, it's horrible. It's just horrible. How can you live like that, you know? <laughs> yep. Yeah, you know? it explains a lot, you know, why people with chronic pain seem to be pretty psychologically uh, affected, you know. Mm-hmm. But. but he goes to tell you, though, that that um, we see faces, but we really don't know what's going on. So so don't be judgmental, people. Just listen to what they have to say. That's know? a good message. Don't be judgmental. Speaking of yeah. being non-judgmental and just being in i mean we are in the fall right now of society i mean we're we're it's 400 a.d the visigoths are crossing the river in rome they're invading from the north the war in persia is not going well uh we've abandoned our christian heritage I'm using Rome examples of the fall of Rome, but it. it's basically what's going on here too. We're we're in the <laughs> we're in the death throes of a dying empire, right? So, so speaking of the cultural decay, I've I've created a homework project for myself. Nice, and that is I get in one Instagram argument with our podcast Instagram page, Philosophia Hour underscore Philosophia. I get in an argument with someone. I try to once a week and then I try to end the argument with mutual understanding (laughs) where we've, it's, it's not an easy task. I start about a hundred. Have you done it? Uh, have you done one? I've done, I've tried two. Oh, how did it go? I would say one kind of went okay. And then one didn't go well at all, but, but I still left it with us feeling good. I did, but I just had to agree with him because I could tell there is no way this argument, but so I'll, I'll tell you that one. If you're curious, I want to get it. Sure. I want to get a jingle so we play like the Instagram argument of the week or something. Oh, nice! Until then, until then. <laughs> so if you're if you're gonna make a jingle, Alfredo, that'd be perfect. All right, it'll be like a, it's like a thing. And I'll think I'll figure out how to make it so you can log in too, and then you can. And I would love to get some listeners to join us in these pointless arguments on the internet. So <laughs> there was two. One was actually about Rome, but the the one that was just so fascinating to me was about it was a clip showing an egg a human egg mm-hmm. um i don't know exactly how the, it must be in a petri dish or something but um and at the moment of fertilization there's a bright flash right mm. and you know it says let let there be light or whatever what i forget exactly what the quote is from from the bible but now i think that's amazing but I am burdened with knowledge in this particular case because I I know how misleading that particular clip is because I know what it is. It's called a zinc release. So what they do is it's not a camera. I mean, they're, they're presenting it as, as a camera, but it isn't. It's a probe that is measuring zinc concentration. Okay. So there's no visible light detector. Like it, they give you the impression that that it's like an iPhone camera, right? But oh, I see. And they color code zinc concentration to a color bar. So like minus, you know, zero zinc is black, and point one zinc is like gray, and point five zinc is white, right? Mm. So when the egg releases zinc, it there's a big flash on the screen. Because the zinc is coming out of the egg. 
Right. And I was like, huh, do I want, what do I want to do here? What do I want to do here? Do I want to argue with anybody? So I just, I just said, I'm, I'm just going to post my own instead of arguing with anybody. I'm going to say, this is really interesting, but I explained that it's a zinc release, but still fascinating. still cool. You know, right. Right. dude, they descended, man. They came, they came for me. I like, I like to, pick, <laughs> I like to pick on the science people and they get mad at me about being religious. And I like to pick on the religious people. They get mad at me for, <laughs> but I don't think it's anti-religious to just explain the truth of a situation. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah, so what do they, what do they say? Oh, just like, yeah, except there's zero evidence of that. What? And so I'm just sitting there like, whoa, this is fascinating. Like we're so far apart. <laughs> You know what I mean? Because like, because like, he it, it, he just said there's no evidence of that, and I said, "What do you?" I said, "What do you mean?" Question mark. You know, right. I'm tr- I'm always trying to diffuse, so I'll say something complimentary, like, "Oh yeah," but like, "What do you mean?" There's no evidence of that. Well, that's exactly what I mean. There's no evidence of that. Academia can't prove that, and I want to be like academia made this paper like like to you it's just an instagram reel but i know it's a paper from mit right right right, right. and and they're trying to get attention by saying let like they programmed it to look this way Mm -hmm. you know they could have just as easily made the zinc release black right and then it would have been a bright white screen that goes black and they could have been like it's death you know it's the darkness devil coming for you and it's like it's like what do you mean so i tried to explain that and he just said like yeah whatever there's no evidence of that and then someone else jumped in like they're like he doesn't get it like don't bother you know he's Mm. he's a he's like a bible idiot and then i I replied to her kind of trying to piss her off like well you know maybe (laughs) so anyway that was the argument but i thought it was interesting like the conclusions we draw and how easily manipulated we are Oh, dude, yes. And then if you don't understand it, they just whatever. Oh, whatever. Yeah, fuck you, Show man. me, the, yeah, Show me yeah. the evidence. I'm like, this This is the evidence. The people you're... Because he was going into this thing about academia's bullshit. They would never come up with this. Like, they're going to try to disprove it. And I'm like, no, this came from academia. This is an MIT study. Yeah. Like, what are you saying? <laughs> it, just, it just reminds me of, like, my, my thing I brought up a million times with... Um, the big bang theory and evolution like those are harder i think i think those are harder to uh deal with i'm sure the people yeah so we should get we should get into the small little battles and then big ones yeah i just like that they're religious theories i think that's fascinating right right right. and people don't know what to say when i when i say that i like to cause i like you called me luciferian last week or whenever a month ago six months ago whenever we talked last (laughs) i didn't no i didn't you you made a comment along the lines of having like a Luciferian intellect and uh and I, no, I, I yeah and I do I do and I'm fighting <laughs> against it man I'm like don't do it I mean don't don't fight against well it. I don't know if you, that's a good role model so I'm gonna work against that a little bit but I mean that was you know I I don't well, want to be misquoted it, here it, but it, it he was okay Lucifer's, for a while right Lucifer yeah that's the good part so Lucifer is better than Satan right so. If you want to be one of those two evils, be the be the nice one, like version one, like the Luciferian. That's why they refer it as a Prometheus, right? As a light bearer. Yeah. Not, but not the one that fell down. That that would be a bad thing. But that'll get you in trouble. I don't know if m- many people really Knowledge understand will that get distinction. You in trouble. Right. Oh, saying those things? I I don't think 
many people understand that distinction. Oh, yeah. The Luciferian. Yeah, and that, Satan. that Lucifer was the angel of light and he was the prettiest and smartest angel. It's kind of like you're talking exactly what you did with, with that Instagram. <laughs> right. So it's like, that's exactly how I feel when it comes to to that, right? Yeah. Like if you read, if you fucking read, it's there. It's 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 written, right? Right. So just read a little bit more. I've been reading know. a little bit, and it's amazing. No, not to me. you, not you. No, no, no. I know, I know, I know. But just in in that like spirit, I have been reading a bit of Bible. Nice, nice. It's crazy to me the things that I just assumed were written in there mm-hmm. that aren't really written in there in there and i should have brought specific examples i guess i i didn't but well, we can do oh one, one example mm-hmm. you know jesus says that you should not pray in public it says that yeah and it says it in a really interesting way and yeah. uh and i don't know which bible you're reading no that's important i'll read it to you i'll read it oh like what version i don't know Yes. Oh, that's important. It's like saying which lab is that article coming from or what research is coming from. Yeah. So if it's an NIV. Okay. Careful. I'll, I'll read it to careful. you. It's an old King James. We're okay. Well, it might be NIV. I don't know. Let me see. Oh, man. Okay. Or the New American. I don't know. It just, it just says Matthew yeah. 6, 5 to 8. No. Have to know. <laughs> no, I know. I know what you're saying. It just it doesn't say it right here. I'll, I'll let me find that next. Okay, but let me read this I'll, to you. Yeah, sorry. I'll Not, find it for us. You know, I think I think uh, if you're gonna be if you're gonna be a philosopher, right? To not place some importance on the Bible, even even if you're an atheist, right? I think that'd be crazy, right? <laughs> right? Wouldn't it be? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would. And so I'm I'm not. I'm a reformed atheist, happy to say, but for those of you who are less reformed than I, I still think, I still think you should listen to it. It's interesting. So Matthew, what Matthew, sorry, I'm coughing and drinking beer. It's, it's a mess over here. Uh, Matthew six, five. Okay. So it says, when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by men. Right. Instead, when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your father who is unseen. It's kind of good, right? I like mm-hmm. that. But I don't know what that comes from. But it doesn't say don't pray in public. Yeah, it just says don't pray standing in the synagogues or in the corners of the streets. That it they may see... King James version, the exact words. So when you King James, okay, yeah. So I'm reading the New King James, and when you pray, you shall not be like the hypocrites, right? Yeah. For they love to pray standing in the synagogues. He's just saying, don't be a hypocrite. Don't be like the hypocrites who love to pray standing in the synagogues. Go out there and And in the corner of the streets, so that they may be seen of men. I understand what you're saying. It's interesting, right? See that they're praying, right? So the people. I see their brain. And there's some there's some people, Peterson's one of them, who kind of interpret actually the idea of not using the Lord's name in vain to mean this. So it's not a matter of using the word God when you when you don't mean to. It's right. It's pretending. Like like wanting to be seen as a believer. 
You know what I mean? Which is less of a problem nowadays because nowadays you're more likely to hide the fact that you're a believer. So, but uh, so true, so true. It's just saying, which is actually I like this because it just tells you that it should be a connection. Jesus is saying it should be a private phone call. Yeah. Not not as not don't put it on a blast it on the speaker while you're buying fruit at State of Brothers. You know. Yeah, I just think that's interesting <laughs> as someone who grew up. Every once in a while, being dragged to a, a a eight thousand person mega church, or you know, like a five hundred person Catholic church, never with yeah. my family, but was just like my friends, you know. Oh, I see. And just like the the spectacle, you know what I mean? Like, it's a show. It's a show. Like they'd have Jesus coming in on a zip line for the Christmas thing, you know? Like, <laughs> right. like it was. I'm like, what is it? This can't be right. Like. We're gotta be missing something here. Like no, no Bible was opened. You know, like yeah, yeah, no Bible was opened. You should stand up. It's like this is a Georgian, the Gregorian calendar. Jesus was not born on the twenty fifth. He was born around April anyway. I wasn't. I wasn't that enlightened back then. You know, this is a pagan ritual. You know, yeah, yeah. But that's you know it is right. Oh, for sure. I mean, listen, listen. How can you think it's not? when you right. ornament a tree in your living room on a day that happens to be like the winter solstice or whatever it is, you know, like, and you know why we have presents underneath the, 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 the Christmas tree, right? I know one theory, but Tell what, me. what were you going to say? Does it have to do with mushrooms and reindeer piss? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. There you go. There yeah. you go. That's why Santa Claus is wearing those boots. He's, He's picking up those mushrooms. He's underneath tripping, the tree. Ba- tripping balls and <laughs> eating presents. <laughs> such a dark pagan uh, uh, yeah, but yeah, you holiday. can you can take that farther though you could say well I mean how weird is it that the sun dies on the like whatever winter solstice or whatever mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then it starts rising again three days later so the sun rises three days after its death Isn't that amazing and you start thinking well maybe the story of Jesus is an astronomical tale, you know, yeah. but I don't, I, I do my best not to go there. You can, I just went there who are not ready to upload that into their software. will will choke. Exactly. That's exactly. That's exactly right though. Exactly. Cause I don't necessarily say that to disprove anything. It's just like, it's an interesting point, you know, and that there's yeah. 12 disciples and 12 Zodiac signs, you know, and 12 phases of blah, 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 blah. I don't want to get into it. This is better for our, our some of our guests we've had. Um, Gnostic Very Brad, true. I know, knows some stuff about this. I don't. Yeah, yeah. No, but it's it, it, you're absolutely right. Yeah, and it's all embedded, right? It's yeah. All embedded, but people will, you'll freak out a lot of people. Oh, yeah. Including some of um, some of the family. Oh yeah, no, I don't. I don't talk about any of this in front of family. <laughs> I try to every once in a while. I have a, a stepmother who I love, but she I do it all the time. Yeah. But she gets very like, because she's like a hardcore Bible person, but I don't really think has really read anything from it. Like, like it's all like osmosis, like the culture. She's in the Christian culture, you know. Yeah. And so every once in a while, I like to drop a little nugget that kind of like what. Makes her think a little bit. Yeah, like you yeah, might, yeah. I might need to bring just, up the Nephilim, you know. Just, or, just, just let her be happy seeing Jesus by the zip line. Absolutely. You 
Absolutely. No, she's, <laughs> she's not, she's not that. It's just fun. It's just fun to mess with people. My friend, anonymous Al, you know him. Uh, I love messing yeah. with him. <laughs> you know, I was actually, I played that zip line uh, once. I you were zip line Jesus once? I was the Jesus in the zip line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Every time I laugh, I start coughing. So I've tried not to laugh, but you were zip line Jesus when? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude. You've got the look man. for it. Did you have a beard? Or were you I a kid? Had a beard, long hair. Yeah. Oh yeah, you've got the out. look. You've got the Jesus look. Oh, this is. Bad. You're culturally ambivalent. You could be almost, like <laughs> Egyptian, Hebrew. You know, almost thirty years ago. Yeah, man, we played for a church thing, and it was a huge hit. We had this whole <laughs> small. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna <laughs> joke. <laughs> Yeah, no coming out okay and, but you know I, I had, hold on I, did you actually would you actually ride a zipline though yes <laughs> oh my god and i was uh, coming up why? what was the point it's it's a it's the the passover basically the crucifixion i don't think the passover literally means jesus passed over <laughs> it's the whole story in the eastern you know like <laughs> like an f-22 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah man yeah yeah and then i had like i had the whole like the last supper and had all the disciples oh my gosh i got beaten with fake blood i mean the whole thing the whole thing i had the children and, you know i was singing it's like an opera anonymous al did something similar a few years ago it's yeah, uh a few years ago that's yeah. that's nice that's the first and last time i did that but um, yeah, I did it two years in a row, and that was it. That was fun. <laughs> Man, you could tell I'm getting over a cold. But anytime I laugh, I start coughing. That is so fun. I mean, it's it's not. I'm not laughing at you. It's just how no, I know. how funny is it? That you, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I got to move on, or I'm going to keep laughing and coughing. No, no, one's, no, no. One's yeah, no you can. I'll show you a picture sometimes. So you laugh even more we laugh together it's funny i have two i have two pieces of news for you i watched ex machina Dude. and i didn't realize how crazy it was because i turned it on with my wife in the room and she was like on her phone and halfway through it she looked at me and she's like what the fuck are you watching right now <laughs> that was like alfredo recommended i threw you under the bus thanks <laughs> The crazy was, one it was so trippy man oh my god dude i can't believe that like movie it? was made almost 10 years ago it's like dude so good you know i i uh what do you think i would have preferred to watch it in the middle of the day i thought for sure a robot was going to kick my door and stab me oh it was amazing it was a great movie it was a great movie for someone like you or me it's not a like if you're listening to this and you resonate with the type of things we talk about watch it don't watch it with anybody else. Don't watch it with anybody else. Is it really out there? I guess so. Huh? No, it's just it's just what the end where like she like he backs into the knife and then like or when she peels oh, her face. Uh, you giving it away? Yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I'm gonna give it away. It's the old movie. I'm giving it, it away. So it. I didn't realize. I thought Spoiler. it was obvious that the Asian girl was a robot the whole time. So when you he like, it was obvious. Yeah, I thought so. Smart. Well, she yeah. doesn't talk. Why doesn't she talk? You know? Right, right, right. And so when he like, 
was horrified that he found out I was, she was a robot, I was so confused. I was like, I don't understand. And then when he was cutting his arm open to see if he was a robot, I'm like, I, I don't get, I don't get it. Then I Googled it and they're like, you're not supposed to know she's a robot. I'm like, Oh, got it. <laughs> that makes way more sense. <laughs> so Asian girl, you're supposed to think she's a human. If anyone goes to watch the movie, but, uh, yeah, it was, it was trippy and it was a little like sexually weird, you know? So I think my wife looked up and there's like all the naked women robots hanging in the closet, you know, mm. it was, it was well, a bit trippy. It, it Well, it goes, it, because it's just showing exactly the dark side of the hum, human mind, right? And it really gets you thinking, like, I've kind of been thinking like this guy, the, the guy who made the robot is the bad guy. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, is he really like, I kind of, it kind of gets, you kind of realize like, oh, I fell for the same thing that the main character did. I, I'm viewing these things right. as human. So I'm right. like horrified by the way he's treating them, you know? Right. But then afterwards I'm like, but th- they're a car, they're a lawnmower. They're just mach- yeah. yeah. They're just machines. Right. Right. If I kick my lawnmower, like there's nothing morally wrong about that. You know what I mean? Correct. Right. It's interesting, man. It was very interesting. Yeah, so okay. I'm glad I and watched you didn't it. Lose, you didn't get bored? No. My heart was pounding at the end when he's like <laughs> getting locked in the thing. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> so that, that's, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Good stuff. And then what's the other second news? Oh, this is not nearly as interesting. Um, no. But uh, do you remember I texted you one day and I'm like, I'm like I, I like the song Gymnopedia or something by Eric is like a classical song oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. i'm like i'm listening there's a channel on spotify called classical bangers and it has nice. sebastian bach wearing aviators it's pretty funny um funny. and I'm, there's this i'm like i like this song gymnopedia or whatever oh yeah yeah yeah. i remember like what are you listening trevor and then every time What's i look every time i listen to it i'm like i know i've heard this song somewhere and uh i finally googled it i'm like where like where has this song been played it was it's the main song to a video game I was obsessed with when I was like ten. Oh, no called the le- the Legend of Zelda. The Legend of Zelda. That was after your time, I'm assuming, but that was for N sixty four. No, I remember playing that game. It was a golden cart uh cartridge. I believe. E- I'm sure there probably was one like that. Mine was gray, but I'm sure there was one that was cool. Oh, okay. And okay. it was like the most elaborate storyline of any game like to date that i've ever played yeah. and this was back at the very beginning of video games you know it's a classic man and uh and it, that song's the song that's under the whole game so i must yeah, have man. something subconscious in my mind heard that and i was like oh this is kind of relaxing and it probably brought me back to when i was 10 eating cheetos with justin lesperance my catholic friend in michigan who his mom would pray over me because I was not baptized. I was a heathen. <laughs> Anytime I lost something, we'd have to go because I'm a scatterbrain. I lose stuff, you know? Mm. And I, I was just diagnosed with diabetes, type 1 diabetes. So, like, I had a lot of equipment to carry around. I was always losing things, you know? Mm-hmm. She'd be like, Trevor, they're coming to the stairwell. And I'd go, okay. And, like, we didn't pray at home or anything. And there'd be a picture of St. Anthony, the saint of lost items. And we would, we would kneel down before St. Anthony and we would say a prayer to help. Please help, please help Trevor find his, 
is you get initiated. You get yeah. initiated early. And then we do. We no did the road every time we went over there. They'd be like, "It's time to do the rosary." I'm like, "Oh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get the fiery sword in Zelda." Gosh, but then we'd go do Hail Mary, full of grace, blessed art thou. So that was like my original Initiation. introduction to religion. Yeah. Oh man, good yeah. times. And I'm sure you were there quite a. So the game belonged to your friend, or you went to play there? Or? I think we just played it together. I think it was mine. Yeah. yeah. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Oh, those were the days. We're yeah. talking about 98. Oh, 99. yeah, buddy. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I was like in third grade, fourth grade. And uh, we had gone to the store called Meyer, which only exists in Michigan, I think. It's a grocery store. It's kind of like a Target where they have electronics too. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to get, I don't know, Mario, right? I was being a little bitch kid. Mom, get me Mario. Get me Mario. Although I think I, I think it was like ten, so maybe I wasn't quite that annoyed. But uh, and we go there, and there's some like twenty year old stoner working at Meyer, and he's like, "Listen, kid, you don't want Mario, you want Zelda." And I was like, "I don't want Zelda, kid. Listen to me. Look at me." <laughs> he like he got my mom, and he's like, "You're gonna get Zelda. You're gonna love it." And I was like, "Okay, fine." And then I was addicted to that game. So it's so funny. Dude. That's so funny. A lot of people were, man. A yeah. lot of people were. But that Gymnopedia song is the song in the background, the whole game. Do, do you remember how it goes? No. I couldn't sing oh. it for you. Could you? <laughs> it's not a, a good I mean, it, it's not like a song you'd like listen. It's just background noise. Like it's like when you want to you focus on something, it's just background noise. Mm, that's pretty. That's pretty. That's funny, man. That's funny. Um, but those are two good news. You That's it. Those that are my song. stories. You listen. You listening to classical music, and uh, you watch X Mike, and I'm glad you did. Oh, it was great. I can't believe yeah. I haven't seen it. Well, I mean, it's not I can't for believe everyone. it's. I can't believe it's ten years old. No, dude, dude, don't go there. I can't believe it. It's so current. It's so current. You're right. 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 I'm a little. I'm a little over this AI doom thing, though. I don't think it's going anywhere. No. No. I don't think I don't think we've got it. We don't have what it takes. Now listen, could could it kill us all? Sure, but not because it's sentient and decides we're unworthy and kills us. It's because we hook something up to it we shouldn't and it fucks it up. You know what I mean? Sounds familiar. Or like bad actors use it to do something bad. You know, mm-hmm. but that's true of any technology. Like that's I, I don't think it's going to become Transcend. sentient and start making better copies of itself and enslave humanity. I just, so, I, no I think cybernet, that's, I think no that's Skynet, good marketing. Cyberdyne. Yeah. I just think that's good marketing. It helps me write code for stuff, but barely. Like I, I have to figure out exactly what I need it to do and then it mm-hmm. can do it. But if I'm ambig- ambiguous at all, it will do something stupid. So I have a proposition for you. Yeah. You'll bring in, we'll have episodes where you bring in, you know, your conflicts or your comments into Instagram and I'll okay. bring some clips on something that it's, yes. uh, yeah, something that it's like current. I think we should, uh, we should do that this year. That will keep us going. If we can, the thing is, right. I got to tell you, add a new element. Uh-huh. maybe you're, maybe you're better at it than me, but making clips is pretty time consuming. Okay. So you have the harder job. That's for sure is all I'm saying. I just want you. Oh to no problem. I just no, I'll just to... we'll just we can expand. Like we'll just get like I don't know two three minutes of something interesting, and then we'll just blow it up. 
Perfect. Yeah, you don't need a lot. Just keep it. Right. Yeah. And I'll try to. I'll try to so start fights. I'll look into it. I'll look into it. Lex Freeman and and stuff like Rogan and good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. Yeah, man. What about you? Anything you need to share with the with the class from our months <laughs> away? <laughs> oh my God. It's been a roller coaster. So how long has it been? Twelve weeks? I don't know, man. Since since we talked, or since I posted an episode? Since know. since we talked or posted an episode? Yeah, I think so. Um, how do you like that whiskey? Oh, you, I, I you haven't it. had it. No, I have. Yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah. It's good. It's got like a spiciness to it. Ooh, so you good. didn't like it that much? No, I love. I, dude, I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> Jesus, man. <laughs> well, okay. have you had it? Did. yeah i've had okay it. it's good it's different it's different it's I like different it. I, like I need it. to stop i need to stop drinking that's what needs to happen i've been drinking like almost every day yeah i don't think drinking is good for you no i know and, i'm know, drinking fat right liver, now but... fatty liver and, and all that yeah i haven't drank a beer in a while but this last few weeks has been exploring and getting that screwball went to see the pitch mode which Ex Machina you did? Re- reference, yeah, man. Floor seats, it was amazing. When I got, uh, I got, I got plastered. Uh, two weeks ago, the fifteenth, two or three weeks ago. Wow. At the crypto, it was amazing. It was amazing, and Dude. it's always fun. Oh yeah, it's always fun. I felt like I was twenty-one again. You live, you live a cool life, man. I, I, I sh- I've done, I've done nothing really. Um other than family stuff and work, which I, I like, I enjoy that. All that. Oh stuff. yeah. That's great. That's yeah. great. Hey, one day you're going to have drinks with your kids and that's where I was. Ooh, that yeah. was I was satisfied. That's cool. I'm looking yeah. The that. first concert that we went that we all drank. Oh yeah. That, oh, that but, talk about satisfaction. Hell yeah. Isn't that great? It's yeah. Like, Dad, can it like, let's all buy for everyone. I don't care. Like I waited this time, you know, 22 <laughs> years for this moment. <laughs> Are both your kids over 21? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. When it's twenty-three, I mean, I don't want to call you out for committing like a felony. No, that's cool. Anything. Yeah, when it's twenty, I start early, man. When it's twenty-three, the other one's twenty-seven. Yeah, dang, you did start early. Yeah, I got a ways. Got a ways for that. I've got almost fifteen years where I'm having drinks with my first. But, but dude, it'll be here. Oh, I know. In no, in no time, dude. It's wild. It's all. It's all gonna be over in the blink of an eye. Which when people ask me, do you miss those times? I'm like, hell no. Like I gave it all, like I gave it all, you know, long nights. I was tired, pain, you know, you name it. No time for me. It's just time for, for the boys. And, and that's, that's a cool feeling because it's like, do you miss that? I'm like, no, like I, I did it. Like it's, it's completed. Right. I I couldn't done anything else. Yeah. I took him to places. I spent times. We had conversations like shit. Now it's time to have fun. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, you know? So, yeah, you're supposed to be fucking tired and hate life. <laughs> Dude, yeah. I've I've got it pretty easy working from home, but but there was that's there a, were times so awesome. where it was pretty pretty rough. Um yeah, so uh I got a quote for you. Do it. I mean, I've already sent it to you. You've already heard it, but the audience hasn't. This is from the Father of quantum mechanics, Werner Heisenberg. The, Heisenberg. The first gulp from the glass of natural sciences will turn you into an atheist. But at the bottom of the glass, God is waiting. Love that quote. Great quote. Father quote. of quantum mechanics. Keep exploring and you'll find the answer. No, you probably won't. 
That's that's the or, or you find God. You'll find something. You'll find some answers, but I don't think you'll find the answer. Um, I was listening to a cool thing about Tesla today, and it was like, it's like no one's gonna be as smart as Tesla. I mean, maybe, but like Nikolai Tesla. Nikolai Tesla. Company. Yeah, no, no, Nikolai Tesla. Nikolai Tesla. And it's like he he died. It's a weird cat. A though. lonely death with no answers. He but, said women were distractions. Yeah, well, probably true. It is true, but I'd rather have dist- I'd rather be distracted. <laughs> That's the thing. Distraction from what? I'd much rather be distracted. Nothing <laughs> wrong with a little distraction, man. Come on, Nikolai. Jesus, and that all work work. Yeah, he died like a poor man, right? Yeah. And you know, I think he got to the end of his life without any answers. But I think I think he raised a lot of really powerful questions. And that's worthwhile, I suppose. He was definitely onto something. He, you know, it's a simulation, man. So, yeah, it's fleeting it frequency, frequencies. Three. He says, if you know the power of three, six, and nines, you'll know the power of the universe. So I need the key. I need you to teach me about that one day because I had a participant in a research study who said that to me, and I was like, "What are you talking about?" I had no idea. He's like, Nikolai Tesla. I'm like, I don't know anything about 369 Nikolai Tesla. And he's like, what? And then I found out. I'm trying to think of any of this as personal information. I don't think so. Then I found out that his office um, was sublet from our local Masonic temple. No way. And then I'm like, maybe he's in it. And they talk about this stuff. Or maybe not. You know, maybe just random. Ooh. But. I think we should go sign up. (laughs) Right? Is that evil? Are they evil? Uh, They're... I don't know. They do fish fry fundraisers. How evil can they be? Maybe the devil does fish fry fundraisers, man. (laughs) It's just the levels. It's as you make progress, then you'll be illuminated. I saw pictures of the inside of the building. It does look kind of weird. They've got the checkerboard floor. Yeah. They've got the altar. They've got the blue, like. Uh, two pillars. You got to wear the weird little outfits. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, man, it's 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 the whole thing. But they do, they, like, they don't let you, they won't tell you about, you know, who they're praying to until later. Uh, yeah, because I did think it was interesting because you have to believe in a higher power. And so my, yes, yes. my first thought was like, Oh, that sounds nice. You know? And then I'm like, Oh, well that could actually, that might even actually make it worse than saying you have to be an atheist to join. Right. Cause it's like, right. who's the power they're praying to. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> I want to infiltrate. Dude. It's, it's, it's like narcos, man. I want to know really, the answers, man. Let's like infiltrate California. Yeah, Eve Eve wanted answers. See, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Calling me Luciferian again. You son just of a kidding. bitch. You're right. Damn it. You're right. Okay. All right. Got to chill no, out. I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. All will be revealed in due time. Hey, I, I am the same way. We all need answers. But sometimes they just come in time. Or maybe they don't. It's rough, man. Human condition. Um, yeah, but it's it's our it's our thirst and hunger for knowledge. That 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 I'm guilty of. I said human condition, so let me read one more quote. Do and, it. and then unless you got something, we'll wrap up. 
Do you? You got anything? I don't. You got anything for us to kill time while I type in the name of this book? Oh. <laughs> Come on, man. Pick up on my cues. I'm dropping cues for you. <laughs> Dude, it's been a minute. Let me just uh let me just pick up the, the whole cues thing. Uh no, that was that was a great quote about not having oh no, the the the, the eternal quest for knowledge, man. Some people don't care, but you and I care and we are cursed for it. I think it's a curse, man. Yeah, I need to sh- learn how to shut the fuck up. Like I'm learning not to say or not to give my opinion if it's not warned or if it's not needed. I'll just see them just go at it. And if they need me, then I'll pitch in. But You know what I've come to believe is that my opinion is almost always never needed. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Nobody cares. (laughs) Nobody cares. It's like that quote that says, hey, never tell people your problems. 80% of them are don't care for No, 20% of them don't care for it, and 80% are happy you're having them. You know? Say it, say it again. I'm Googling. I'm sorry. <clears throat> never tell people your problems. 80% of them don't care, and 20% of them are happy you're having them. Oh, that's a fact. It's kind of cynical, but... <laughs> It's there, true. Man. There's like a balance between being realistic and being cynical, but I think that's pretty realistic. Like people just, they got their own shit going on. Some people are more empathetic than others. You find them, you share, you know. Like you and I. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's it's hard. Oh, maybe we can talk about uh, friendship. And I was just reading about how hard it is to be a friend. Oh, I think we had this conversation before, though. But as we get older, especially for us men, it's hard because women is easy. You know, they they find that uh, that's just just hardwires an emotional thing. But for us yeah. guys, it's, oh, it's hard. Guys like you and me in particular. I just went to a New Year's party with my wife's family. They're amazing, right? Mm-hmm. It's a bunch of Robert De Niro's. They're all super nice. Italian. They're all great, right? But mm-hmm. I could not fit in less. You know what I mean? And it's like, I just fake it and it's fine. I just get really drunk, um, which is easy to do because he makes his own wine. He makes his own limoncello. He makes this thing called, uh, it's like anisette liqueur where it has fennel in it and it tastes kind of like licorice. It's wild. Yeah. Where's this at? Up north? No, this is just across town over here. Uh, And once a year they do the the feast of the seven fishes, you know, it's like all the fish pasta stuff. Anyway, it's good. It's great. But you're talking about making, you know, friendship. Dude, that's just like, I, I just can't get out of there fast enough. And so, and then I just self-reflect. I'm like, what's wrong with me? And then it's like, <laughs> I just can only talk about the Rams and the Steelers for so long. Like, I don't give a shit, you know? Oh yeah. But then I'm like, I got to try. I got to try to give a shit. Cause this is what and a lot did. of people give a shit about. And you did. And just, you did. I just don't give a shit, man. Yeah, and alcohol helps. Alcohol helps so much in those scenarios, but, but I think it. I think that what I'm saying is it's even harder for you and me because, like, if 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 I was more into the Rams, I could make a friend over the Rams, right? Maybe, maybe. But I'm sitting there hoping I don't stroke out from boredom. I'm just like, I don't care. Oh, Probably the longest night of your life. And then I'm like, I'm a dick. I'm a dick. These are just people who just want to talk about sports and have fun, and here I am. 
Um, okay. And then I read a quote like this at the dinner table. Tell me how you think this goes over. We are going to die. (laughs) Sorry. That's so that, that kind of sets the mood for this quote. Oh, nice. Nice. This actually, I don't like this guy who wrote this. But okay. I think I think it's interesting. Say the quote, and then we'll listen to the guy. It's a long, it's a long quote. We are going to die, and that makes us the lucky ones. Most people are never going to die because they are never going to be born. The potential people who could have been here in my place, but who will in fact never see the light of day, outnumber the sand grains of Arabia. Certainly, those unborn ghosts include greater poets than Keats, scientists greater than Newton. We know this because of the set of possible people allowed. By our DNA so massively exceeds the set of actual people. In the teeth of these stupefying odds, it is you and I, in our ordinariness, that are here. We privileged few who won the lottery of birth against all odds. How dare we whine at our inevitable return to that prior state from which most have never stirred? Wow. Well, is, is that Charles? No, it's his contemporary, Dawkins, Richard Dawkins. Who's an idiot? I don't like him, but that's a great piece of writing, man. That is a great, like that, that paragraph is fantastic. That is nice. Like stop fucking whining. Like you were born for a reason, right? Yeah. If that's true, if we're just machines, it's random. Our personality and soul come from our DNA. There's no such thing as a soul. We're AI. There's no afterlife. Even then he's saying, don't be a bitch. And I think that's good advice for everybody. That's a good advice. And that's why you talked about the Rams. And that's I talked about the Rams. I right. said, they're great. I don't know. I said, yeah, their shotgun defense is looking fantastic this year, <laughs> but their play action needs a lot of work. I don't know what any of these words mean. You, you're, you're actually a nice guy. I would say don't fucking talk about football. Oh, I, I watch real sports. It's got, it's got to be they'll, even. They'll be me. I have a hard time making friends. I don't know how you do it. I don't have any. <laughs> <clears throat> I do have like five. <laughs> yeah, same. Uh, and, and, and I'm and I'm content. I'm satisfied with five. Let's start a contact form on the website. Who wants to be our friend? Enjoy the <laughs> podcast. Oh man! All right. Well, I think you've got a good plan. You'll bring clips. Yeah. I'll fight. Yeah. AI robot trolls on the internet. <laughs> That'll be fun. That'll be fun. And then just screenshot them or whatever. Ooh, yeah, cool. I'll screenshot them. And we'll meet back yeah. here in a week or so. Awesome. All right. I think it's time. I think it's time. Thank you, everybody. Check out our website, ourphilosophia.com. And don't be a poor bastard and go to thesacredritual.com and use code SOPHIA, S-O-P-H-I-A, for 10% off. And a 10% donation to the show. Yes. Uh, check out our Instagram, our underscore philosophia, or email us at our, oh shit, admin at our philosophia.com. I'll, I'll edit that out. Don't worry. All right. Alfredo, take it easy. As usual. Have a good night. <laughs>